even joke about it, though. Yeah, it's not really that funny it's, when you think about it. No, it's it's not. There, there are some people that I know, and they have children who are actually really jazzed about Frozen too. Yeah, to the point where like Kristen's actually like, um, like reexamining her stance on the first film. Really? Yeah, because we went to see it when we were dating, and we saw it like about two months after the hype. And I was not, uh, I was not impressed by it. No, I, um, it's not, I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I have not, I, I've watched some of the Pixar things. I think we've talked about this recently. Yeah. But, uh, I've, I've seen some of the Pixar things lately and, um, but I, I can't recall the last time I saw like a traditional Disney film. Yeah. Did you, and, but you've gotten Disney plus, right? I did get Disney Plus because, um, well, for for uh, the main reason being that it was free, right? Because you're, you're <laughs> because of Verizon. Yes. Yeah, um, we didn't do that. No, so, no, you didn't get Disney Plus. Well, no, we have it. We got it this weekend, last weekend, oh. because um, dinosaurs. Um, because uh, we wanted to watch. Oh, the good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Speaking of, this is what the fork. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Um, whatever at LTD underscore engagement at Jason E Kyle K E I L at what the fork pod on everything. Yep. We give us reviews, uh, rate us, and uh, what's the other thing? Email us if you want at yeah. whatthefortpod at gmail.com. We encourage you to do the things that you're not doing. This is true. But you're listening, and that's that's greatly appreciated. I yeah. mean, you know what? Even if you're not listening, you're downloading, and that's probably even mo- the most important thing. Yeah, I suppose at that regard, I guess you are listening, and thank you. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think we think anyone enough. I think that we're both on a low ebb right now. It's the end of a week. Uh, it's It's been a long week. Yeah. We're about to head like headlong into the holidays. Yeah. Are you doing anything for Thanksgiving? I think I'm going to go see Knives Out. Okay. But are you like eating up food or anything? Uh, I'm going to do, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a year for me, I feel. And I've decided that for Thanksgiving, I'm going to do like the full, uh, you know, bachelor uh, alone Thanksgiving and uh, Jew it up as well. I'm going to go ahead and, and get Chinese food and uh, go see Knives Out and then also probably uh, come home after that and drink and feel sorry for myself. Oh, man. That's my plan. That's the Jew thing to do? because Well, just the Chinese part, oh, Chinese food part. Oh, because so like, when I first moved here, mm-hmm. um, I met a, f- a friend. So a friend of mine started inviting me and Kristen over for Thanksgiving dinner. Like a Friendsgiving kind of thing? Yeah, but it's she has kids. Um, oh, so just like as, like it, as a part of her family. Yeah, so like because they're Jewish, mm-hmm. and um, like, and this is just me assuming here, mm-hmm. that they don't really get in. Christmas isn't really like their big It thing. depends. Well, I mean, it's not like a big family gathering thing. Yeah. Because like Hanukkah. Right. Um, so she gets her whole family together, mm-hmm. like her whole family together. And then they just invite like some even more people like, and I, and I've gone like literally before we had kids, we used to go like, and even a couple times when we've had kids, we've gone like 
couple of years, and it's just like this big gargantuan feast. Like I, I can't handle that kind of shit anymore. Oh man, it's like Beverly Goldberg on steroids. Wow, which I just watched the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> I am watching. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a good one. I like it. But like, it's just insane, and um, like and there's turkey there's no chinese food in sight it's like but there's like five different the, pies yeah it's so it's the you know the the chinese food thing is is a stereo stereotype joke on my part which oh. you know it's like being a dentist you're allowed to to you to say the jokes if you're one of the yeah you know, the tribe I, I'm <laughs> um but it's it's you know i grew up with with my my family did the big meal things mm-hmm. my 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 grandma cooked these huge time consuming complicated meals and made sure everybody knew about it mm-hmm. um and and how much time everything took and all that kind of thing and it was it was not a lot of fun uh there was a lot of stress around the holidays and then you know being in in uh relationships as as I got as an adult, my, you know, my ex-wife, we went to her family for Thanksgiving. And then when, uh, the, the next relationship I was in, uh, we went to their family for Thanksgiving and they were always bigger things. And then the last several years while Janelle and I were together, I don't know why I said it that way. Janelle and I were together. Um, we just, because her family's in Chicago and, uh, you know, even though I have a standing invitation for my mom to go to, to, mm. you know, thanksgiving with she'll she'll go to her husband's family Mm -hmm. and it's very you know very lovely to have the invitation all that and i appreciate it but i am not interested so um do you not get along with your stepdad no we're getting along great okay it's just you know i i've never really spent much time with that family i would not feel relaxed and you know to me i i i have uh uh just you know I've decided that as as uh, and, and uh, at the age that I am, mm-hmm. that um, I would much rather just relax for the holidays. It's yeah. you know stress free. Not you know I don't have I don't have the kids to worry about. I don't have mm-hmm. you know this year I don't have a, a partner that I have to worry about as far mm-hmm. as keeping her happy or or. Or uh, dealing with her family and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this year, it's just going to be me and Susu and, you know, a brief sojourn out to go see what I think is going to be a pretty decent movie. I, From what I hear, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I actually, I think we might go see that sometime soon, too. Um, just because, like, it just looks amazeballs. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I mean, it's... Daniel Craig doing a Southern accent again. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, mean, I think yeah. it's going to be good. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, so I, it's, I don't even know what that, what that whole tangent was about. Um, it was about the holidays. Oh, I, yeah. I think it was like, you know, kind of giving, you know, it's just going to be kind of a, uh, not our most high energy show, I think. Oh, I, but, but, but we're talking about Disney plus. So we were, Oh, have you watched the two episodes of The Mandalorian yet? I have not. Okay. Because um, Beckett, my three-year-old, wanted to watch something with dinosaurs. Sure. So I was like, honey, for $6 more mm-hmm. than what we pay for Hulu, we can get... <laughs> sure, yeah. We can watch the good dinosaur, mm-hmm. and he can be happy. Yeah. And he loved it. Of course, I forget like the big... 
uh, spoiler alert, the Papa dinosaur dies within 10 minutes. It's a Disney movie. Well, I'm expecting that there's going to be some sort of emotional hump for the, the characters to get over. Right. But I, but I, if that's the reason why he's not watched the Lion King yet is because uh, I don't want to have to explain what happened to Simba's dad. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. um, but, um, uh, and then, but then, because he had every Disney movie ever made. Has he seen The Land Before Time yet? No, because I can't, as it's streaming, not on anything that we own. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, and I can't get him to watch an American Tale. Oh. Um, well, American Tale is pretty sad, too. Yeah, but I made him watch, I didn't make him watch Aladdin, but I just started watching Aladdin. Okay. Because, and not the Will Smith one. Right. The, 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 the good one. <laughs> yes. Um, and he just was like, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> and I'm like, well, duh. Because yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, um, I'm, I, you know what? I, I've never seen it. You've never seen Aladdin? No. I, the, last, the last Disney film that I saw was um, The Little Mermaid. Wow. Yes. Because my dad took us to see it. It was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. not long before we stopped seeing my dad too. Yeah. Um, and this, so there's there's that whole. Uh, that's probably one of the subconscious reasons why I've not seen another. Wow, Disney I was going to say if I, not not to make light of this, but um, if The Little Mermaid was the last movie that you saw with your dad, mm-hmm. um, that's a sad way to go out. No, I think the last the last film that uh, I think the last film that we went to see with my dad. Well, did I go see that with my dad or not? That's hmm, that's an interesting question actually. I thought it was with him, but it might not have been. My mom will correct me if I'm wrong. Um okay. it was I think Star Trek Six the Undiscovered Country. Oh. Well that's a good one. I actually I like that so. one. I went and saw that in the theater. That was a birthday gift because I think it came out like that Christmas. Oh, that's so. a good movie. David Warner, yeah, who stars in Tron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, bringing it all back to Tron. Well, it all goes back to Tron. <laughs> Christopher Plummer's in it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Klingon oh. Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. I um, Yes, that's the thing I did the night we got is I watched Tron. And you can watch all the deleted scenes from Endgame. Oh, okay. Um, which, um, it's funny, there's all these alternate scenes of Tilda Swinton explaining to Mark Ruffalo why she's not Asian. Well, <laughs> well there's that. And there's also explaining time travel. Ah, okay. Um, and it was way complicated. Gotcha. We were, we were blessed to get the contrived explanation that we got. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, I, I will watch that. Maybe that's something I'll do over. I, I I've decided. So, uh, I'm going to put up a show, you know, this will go up on Monday and the next limited engagement will go up on Monday, but I've decided that I'm I'm going to take an actual break over the holiday weekend and not uh, edit or put up any podcasts all that right. weekend. So Enjoy. You, you guys heard it here. Yeah. It doesn't affect this one at all because it would be the week off for us anyway. But, yep. Um, but if you listen to the other podcast that's currently going, um, that'll be on hiatus for that week so uh-huh. so um yeah we watched um so 
Yeah, I watched Tron, and and we and then I'm gonna, I watched The Simpsons too. The only two things that I've watched now are those two episodes of The Mandalorian and mm. The Simpsons. Oh, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah, super cute. I'm I'm curious to know who it's actually supposed to be because I don't think it's like a reincarnated or reborn Yoda. Yeah, it's not supposed to be Yoda. I mean, the Yoda. timeline it's it's like beyond Return of the Jedi and all of that, it seems to like it falls in with uh, kind of like the Force Awakens time period. Yes, if I recall, like it's not about Boba Fett because he's in the Sarlacc pit. It's Yeah, the Mandalorian in question is not Boba Fett. Yeah, and it's not Baby Yoda, like actual Baby Yoda. But a Baby Yoda species. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know. It is pretty cute. Yeah. The Baby Yoda. So I've seen the memes, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, shall we talk about this episode? I don't know. I don't know how we can tap Baby Yoda. Uh, well, you know what? Bald, bald Eleanor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really like this episode, by the way. Yes. I I wanna... And, you know, it's you were talking how last week how you felt that a fractured inheritance um was felt like a filler episode to you. Mm-hmm. This is clearly like, I mean, this is like a fellow, a filler episode. Oh, it's a filler episode, but as far as filler episodes go, I, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's all like a lead up to get to the second half of the season. Right. Um, but it's a good trend. It's a solid transition. Um, I, of course I missed the joke that, uh, did you miss? Okay. So I, I made sure I paused it. So I got down, all of it, which is Tostitos Presents, a public library bought, brought to you by GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. Which they're in Arizona right yes, now, which, yeah. and, as we all know. Yes, they are, are want to take the piss out of everything. Yes, they have to they have to have everything. There are some real major digs on this, by the way, which mm-hmm. we'll, we'll pause at and get to along the, along the way. This library is depressing. All they have in the poetry section is Jeff Foxworthy books. <laughs> we needed some place deserted, and there's no place more deserted than a I'm curious if that's an actual Jeff Foxworthy book. I don't think it is. We only have a few hours he, before we have he's to an author, you know. I do. Fire up Janet's memory gizmo. Flooding your brain with memories from the afterlife. For those who are listening, the name of the book is Roses Are Red, and, and so is my neck. <laughs> can't you just take my word for that? No, it's, it's a plausible Jeff Foxworthy title. My parents mm. made me believe I could never really love anyone. I need to see it for myself. Those are my memories. I want them back. Okay, fine. Have a seat. Luckily, before we shut the neighborhood down, Janet saved a complete record of all the reboots. Put those in your ears. What's all the that? Banana the paper towels. We're going to start with a simple three-second memory. Why only three seconds? Oh, hi, Eleanor. Buongiorno, Eleanor. Morning, Mama John. Morning, Vicky. Those two are such forking dweebs. <laughs> As I told you, recalling afterlife memories here on Earth has some significant side effects. You should be back to normal in about 20 minutes. Her hair is singed. <laughs> And the teeth. the teeth coming out. That was really gross. Yeah. yeah. Which, how they got those back in, I would be curious about. Yeah. But, I mean, the gag works. It does. I thought it was good. Ah, looking a little better. The banana must have helped. Before we go any further. <laughs> and she's still smoking. Yeah, she's still. Did I look hot bald? 
because I always kind of felt like I could pull it off. I have no real ability to gauge physical attractiveness in humans. But no, you didn't have to pull it off. <laughs> that short clip should have rewired your brain like an inoculation. So now I can show you the highlights of Reboot 119. I'm skipping all of the sleeping and chewing. You guys are always either sleeping or chewing something. So, we are moving on to the subject of free will versus determinism. We are officially done with Nietzsche. Oh, I'm gonna miss Nietzsche. I spent a lot of my life thinking I was better than everyone else, and he showed me why I was right. Give me that reading list. What do we got? Ooh, little Aristotle, little Descartes, little Tommy Quan Quine. Tommy Quine. <laughs> Three months of philosophy class, and you're already Yeah, that was so sweet. I don't think that that... I, do you know when Kristen's about to sneeze? Oh, heck no. So, yeah. I mean, that's just a whole next level of... I know when of, to say bless you. There you go. <laughs> Afterwards. After. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but the, anticipating and... The, yeah, that's that's a whole other level that I don't think actually exists. It's funny, though. We're on the level now, though, where like the other day I went to get like a cookie for Beckett. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they had Mexican Cokes. So I got a Mexican Coke. And, like, and she just says, I knew you were going to buy that. <laughs> yeah, because I like Mexican Cokes. Cause, They're really good. Yeah. I, had, I had one the other day because I got Chipotle and mm-hmm. um, not a sponsor. And they, they had Mexican <laughs> Cokes. So that would be fantastic if they were. Well, you know, not that I uh, am like, anyway. If anyone were a sponsor paying, I would be happy. Well, I'm yes, but I mean, like Chipotle, though, considering all their, you know, problems with their food. This is the part where Chipotle decides to or some there. <laughs> yeah, they they are they will never be sponsors now. Um, but I've, hey, Mexican Coke, if you want to go. Ahead and be a sponsor. <laughs> yes, I am down for <laughs> American Coke is shit, but Mexican Coke. Oh yes, definitely Mexican Coke. <laughs> I had this I had this theory the other day that the reason Mexican Coke is so good is because they actually still put cocaine in it. <laughs> and now we lost Mexican Coke too. We all never get sponsored. No. I gotta say, it seems like I was really nailing that philosophy class. Can you believe my high school voted me most likely to die young and unaccomplished? <laughs> you did die young and unaccomplished. <laughs> Fair enough. Put those back. <laughs> ah, my favorite four residents. Don't tell the others. <laughs> Welcome to Pick a Pet Day. We have hundreds of beautiful animals for you to choose from. And when you do make your choice, your pet will bond to your soul forever. Fabulous. I haven't had a pet since Barbara Streisand gave me one of her clone Siamese cats and it killed itself. <laughs> I'm going to look at the mythical pets, darling. Catch up when you're ready. May I? Yes. No. Dude, we can get mythical animals. I'm pretty sure that Susu has bonded to my Penguins soul. Penguins are real. Yeah. That's the spirit of the North. They're real to me, too. I like how penguins, he thinks oh. penguins are mythical animals. Yeah. Just like the one I, have when I, I like how Boris Tracy's cat's so like the uh, pet cemetery. Yes. <laughs> but is, is, is this one a little, a little cuter? I mean, this pup looks friskier, but this one looks a little, a little sweeter. 
They're maybe. both cute. Uh -oh. It's cheaty kryptonite. Choice between any two things. Settle in, lizard. This is gonna be a while. <laughs> Michael, what's a merisentor? Ah, a stunning creature whose human half takes on the image of its companion. Greetings. I am Tahania, <laughs> goddess of beauty. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that Tahani just had a, a okay mini orgasm. Yeah. Them? Are they brother and sister or, or perhaps married? Dude, they're heaven puppies. I'm sure they're both incredible. Just choose one. You're right. The black one. That was my first impulse, and that is the one I'll take. I'm so sorry, Chidi. Both puppies have been taken. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> my indecision has once again cost me happiness, and I will now suffer the consequences. How many pets have gone unclaimed? Three. A 16-foot albino python. <laughs> something called a tarantula squid. And this... Owl! A tarantula squid. Tarantula squid. Tarantula squid. Tarantula squid. I'll take the owl. Check it and out. Like, at this Get point, a, a, I am like extremely curious what a tarantula squid, squid looks like. Yeah. Because like... Well, it would have to be a cephalopod, right? Yeah. Some sort of, of, of tarantula-looking squid because by the order of the naming convention, it has to be a squid that has tarantula tendencies. It can't be a tarantula that has squid tendencies. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting assuming, logic into this. I'm assuming you're correct, Jared. Once again, you're reading it up. All, although... Uh, here we go. <laughs> so, I believe that they would both have eight appendages regardless, right? That's what I was going to say, because like, yeah. like, it would just be so like a poisonous it, octopus. Well, maybe tarantulas, because tarantulas are not usually terribly harmful to humans that's like that's that's a, a a myth i believe i think i imagine how i imagine this is twenty thousand leagues under the sea i'm thinking that a tarantula squid mm -hmm. is a fuzzy squid okay let's go with that uh that's or yeah. maybe it's an amphibious squid. but my to my other point mm -hmm. like and did you touch on this later in the episode like it's freaking heaven yes you just get another damn dog. Exactly. Yes. They like, do touch I, on that. Like, how did he not catch up on this really quick? <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> You'd think that Chidi would have that. Yeah, but mm -hmm. not so much, apparently. Uh, isn't that stupid? <laughs> Chidi? Hello? I do like the tiny hat on the Yeah, it is quite adorable. Like loud voices. Yeesh, what happened, man? Oh, I was trying to teach him to play fetch like I did with my puppy as a kid, but instead of retrieving... <laughs> Which, it's an owl. ...attack yeah. my face with his razor-sharp talons. Why don't you just ask Michael for a dog? Because it was my mistake to not pick a puppy fast enough. I made my bed, and now I'll bleed in it. Let me do that, Doug. Come here. What if I talk to Michael for you? That way, you don't have to worry about feeling ungrateful or whatever, and... Maybe you'll still get a puppy instead of deep wounds. <laughs> you do that? Of course. It's the least I can do, considering everything you've done for me. So you get it, right? Hey. What? You liked him, he liked you. You did nice things for each other. Your lack of parental affection did not make you numb to love. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Why don't you want me to see this? What are you hiding? Nothing. 
It's just the rest is not interesting. Yeah, no, you're right. Not that interesting. Just watching myself fall in love for the first time in fake heaven. What else is on? <laughs> I am going to put this back in my ear and you are going to show me how thoughtful and caring I am or I'm going to rip off your demon head and shove it up whatever's where your butt should be. Roll it. So, yes. So you know how you know Michael like is a demon? Mm -hmm. Because like these memory things are supposed to be like the ear, like the, um, what do they call those? The ear, the AirPods, the AirPods. Yeah. And he's controlling it through an iPad. Yes. So it's pretty much like the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how, how you find like a rich asshole in the wild. He's wearing AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> while, whilst listening to his, um, iPhone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, if you see me with AirPods, um, ever, <laughs> like, it, it, there are wires. It's perfectly fine. You don't have to kick my own ass. Okay, but if you see me with like, like actual AirPods, mm -hmm. two hundred fifty dollar things, that I'm sure will get lost as soon as I buy them. Oh yeah, yeah. Please kick my ass. No, I, I've got Bluetooth headphones, but there's a wire on it, and I prefer it that way because I, I will, I'll lose them. They'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just ridiculous. And one of them, I'll be out running, and one of them will fall out, and I'll mm. be very upset. So no. And I'm sure people who own AirPods are perfectly nice people. Maybe, except the assholes. Prove it. Uh, <laughs> I, right into what the fork pod at gmail.com and tell us how yeah, nice you are, tell AirPod us, listeners, yes, supporters. Tell, take a picture of your AirPod of you in your AirPods and tell us how nice you are because I think <laughs> you are. Because there's got to be one of you out there, if not several. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're stereotyping all over the place today. Yeah. Oh, Lizard was a perfect choice, Eleanor. You both have combination skin. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, this is a weird question to ask. I'll just throw it out there. Can I ride your centaur? Huh. I'm afraid Tanya's quite particular about whom she allows to ride her. I tried, and she gave me a withering stare. <laughs> Turns out centaurs are a bit tricky. You didn't have, like, a stable full of horses growing up? <laughs> oh, of course, but they just pulled our carriages or performed in our horse ballets. We went so, what's the word? Judgmental. With whom can I speak about acquiring new shoes? You can't expect Okay, that's, that's a little bit of a continuity error like right there because there's Lizard on Eleanor's head and then as soon as Tahanya comes up, there's Lizard on Eleanor's shoulder. Oh. Goes back. Are, are we? I, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I actually didn't notice it the f when I watched it. Uh, Rewatched it last night, but um, but I did notice that this time. I'm like, oh, was on head. Now not on head. Was on head. Now not on head. Wow, you're really looking for something here. I, I just well because I was going to point out I liked how she has a head lizard, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it was a shoulder lizard. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm I'm just saying it's it, it. We're we're talking about this show. We're supposed to like discuss the show, but like it's not like. Like in the in the like the world of continu continuity continuity error, continuity yeah. errors. Uh -huh. I don't know why I can't talk today. Uh -huh. Like the placement of where the lizard is mm -hmm. is small as compared to say Tahani wearing a blue dress as compared to a red dress. I I, I all right fine I'll I'll leave it I'll oh. leave it we'll, we'll I'll, I'll let it drop okay. Common <laughs> let it drop. You were looking for me? Uh, yeah. So, Chidi chose an owl because he froze up trying to decide between two puppies. Is it possible for him to swap? Of course. This is the good place. But he might want to hold off 
Tonight we're having a party where everyone gets to transform into their pets for a few minutes as a treat. Chidi can fly like an owl and you can do whatever lizards do. Honey, <laughs> would you host the party at your mansion? Of course, I'd love to. Is that what you're going to wear? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> Why? Is it unflattering? I, I can change. <laughs> Um, I can't find my lizard. He was just so like you think when she changes like so the only thing I know lizards can do mm-hmm. like other than like molt and look weird mm-hmm. is they can regrow their tail. Some lizards, right? No, yeah. I don't think all lizards can. I think that particular lizard can it can. Is it a? It's an iguana, right? I think it's an. It looks like an iguana. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not a big. I, I don't know my lizards. Well, I guess like, for the, instance, like my tarantula squids. Oh. <laughs> so I'm thinking like at this party, someone's gonna try a cough. Like she loses her tail. Like in a. Yeah. <laughs> Except we don't get to that point. Yeah. I do like how the penguin is wearing the jersey, though. That's yes. Sweet. And um, of course, he would pick the same. Like he would pick the same animal as Edward Norton did when he picked a power animal in Fight Club. Yes, yes, that's Slide. true. <laughs> <laughs> Out there like one second ago. No big deal, Janet. Morals. No, I can't risk it. These pets are supposed to like bond to our souls forever. If Michael finds out mine ran away, he could figure out I'm not the real Eleanor. Just um. Go without me, and tell people that I'm hanging out with my lizard because we are so mesh together or whatever circle of life crap like that you sure yeah go enjoy flying i'll meet you there come on bleak lizard lizard where the fork are you lizard okay the kebab patch patch kids kids. i love that one yes hey why (laughs) sorry i shoved you man just been a little jumpy Hey, you didn't happen to see my lizard in the lake when you were thrashing around down there? No, it was cold and dark and scary, but don't worry. We'll find him. Michael and Janet are busy transforming people anyway, so they didn't even notice you weren't there. Holy crap, you're supposed to be flying right now. It's no big deal. I just decided I'd rather be helping you. Aww. Then you're like an owl? That's amazing. You're amazing. After that, you spent all your time together. You studied philosophy together. You even got Chidi hooked on popcorn shrimp. (laughs) Eventually, you became suspicious of me and escaped to Mindy St. Clair's house on a train. That was the first time you actually said it out loud. I love you. And you don't need to respond because I know you have trouble saying how you feel. I love you too. That's the story. You're capable of human love. Congrats. Can we go now? How did it end? Like it always did, with me rebooting you. There's, there's no need to... Show me, please. So before you reboot, mm-hmm. um, what is the one attribute of an animal that you would want? Like, she would want to fly like an owl, so... What, like? Well, I don't think he necessarily would want to fly like an owl. I think he would have wanted to dog like a dog. Whatever okay. dogs do. So, like, well, you have a pet. I do. What part of Susie would you want? Like, would you want to do? I, you know, I don't know. I, I that's a, it's a, it's a question that I. 
So for <clears throat> let me say something about Susu here. Yeah. Okay. Elaborate. So Susu is essentially, and this happened with Allison, who was my my previous cat. Um, you know, longest stable relationship I've ever had. We were, you know, together for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. She went with me everywhere. You know, she would ride on my shoulders, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She definitely was a manifestation of my anxiety in many ways. Like mm-hmm. she had a nervous stomach. She, uh, um, you know. But uh, she was also very, very comforting and and relaxing to be around. Um, and she also, uh, when I would be on the couch and she would decide it was time to settle down, like sit on my lap or whatever, mm-hmm. she would just chill out there. But she was determined to chill out. If if I got up, she would try to hang on mm-hmm. and make and make it so that I did not get up. But she was this tiny cat; it was never going to happen, right? But she did her damnedest and. Susu, Susu, I feel is like a manifestation of, um, <laughs> uh, you know, a number of, uh, well, I don't know how to say this in a way that's not insulting to the women that I've dated. <laughs> well, we're talking about like cat attributes. We're not talking about Susu's personality. Well, but that's the thing. It's that I think that. That and people can back me up on this. That you know, animals will often take on attributes of their humans, right? Right. So if, <laughs> but what she has done mm-hmm. is taken on the attribute of uh, complaining at me often uh, that I don't spend enough time with her, <laughs> and like the moment I walk in gonna, the door, I'm just gonna stop you. <laughs> No, no, no. So the moment I walk in the door, she starts like kind of like, what sounds like yelling at me because she mm-hmm. starts doing this kind of like high pitched talking meow kind of thing. Yeah. And then she flops on the floor in front of me and rolls over. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's and but then, you know, she wants to hang out. Mm-hmm. But if you move at all, make any sudden movements, she takes off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you don't want to do anything. I'm thinking, um, the thing is that I was, um, only as an adult have I been a cat person. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that two cats, only one at a time, you know, makes one a cat person. Okay. So So let me just just put that at the I'm just going to answer the question for you. Well, hang on, hang on. Okay. So I was always a dog person. Mm -hmm. I was, as, as a kid, we had big dogs. I, you know, I was always very chill. I, I, I like the, um, I like the ability to kind of like relax and just, you know, I don't know. I like the idea of sleeping through the day, having somebody walk me, being able to shit wherever I want outdoors, you know, mark my territory, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Yeah. It's not... Whatever anybody thinks, it would not be the ability to lick my own balls. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to answer the question for you now. Okay, and that's not the, and that wasn't going to be the answer. <laughs> Though I am, I am rather disappointed in myself that I didn't think of that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you always want to land on your feet like a cat. Oh, oh, wow! You see what I did there? You're welcome. <laughs> I have anything to do with your exes. Didn't have anything to do with anything. Just 
You always lay on your feet. Or or it could be that I've, you know, I just want to be rescued. That too? Yeah. There yeah. we go. You want someone to rescue you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want someone to um, be the Chris Martin and fix you? Did, did you just... Yeah, I did. Like, yeah. fucking Coldplay it? I did. I fucking Coldplay it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Everyone knows I listen to Coldplay. <laughs> you know what? So, I will say... I when uh, I, I liked Rush of Blood to the Head, I liked no, that's what a good was album. Uh, what was the one before? I liked the debut album even. I thought the Scientist was great. I liked Yellow. Uh, you know, well, plus the first song's like a uh, Hitchhiker's reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's about it's about yeah. It's about the uh, it's based on the song. It's based on the book. Yeah. So. I you know it's just they became insufferable mostly because Chris Martin became insufferable. I would say so. It's funny they started out wanting to become like the sensitive Radiohead, and yeah. now they've just become you too. Yes, and it's funny is that so today or last night both a U two single came out and Coldplay. So practically we got like a whole album <laughs> and a single. <laughs> By U2. Wow. Um, Is U2 even good anymore? I actually like the new songs, um, a collaboration with, I believe, H.R. or A.R. Raman, who okay. did the music for Slumdog Millionaire. And it's. Oh, I mean, well, it's maybe not. I'll check it out. I, I, I U2 mean, it's is no, another band that I like to a point. So. Well, I mean, it's no Act Tongue Baby. Sure. But, I mean, it's. I mean, as far as you. It's definitely not. Um, not as insufferable as what they've come out anything that they come out with in the last five years. Nothing that counts off Uno Dos Tres Catorce. Actually <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, that's a that's a decent jam. Okay. <laughs> but well. um but I would say after Vida La Vida, like that song I'm sorry, that album still slaps. Mm. Um I had stopped listening to them by then. Oh, you so. should check it out. Yeah. It's definitely the perfect encapsulate Capsulation of what was like living in the um, Bush era. Okay, um, all right, um, and probably I I would like to see. I'm kind of curious to see what this new album's like living under a current regime, mm. um, because you know Chris Martin's pretty woke. <laughs> <laughs> as he'll tell you, know, uh, yes, as as he won't stop telling you, yeah. Right, let's get Did you hear that so, they're not going to tour until they can find a way to neutralize carbon, like make it carbon neutral? You know, so there are definitely people that, that do that. I know, uh, I, I think that um, uh, Neil Finn might have been one of the first people I heard about doing that. Yeah. Uh, but others others do it also, but they, they buy carbon credits to offset air travel and bus travel and that yeah. kind of thing. And Well, I mean, yeah. it's, I think he wants to like do it. So like whoever he puts out he doesn't need to take back in right yeah which is i mean that's perfectly fine yeah as long as you're not doing dave matthews and just putting your shit in the river oh oh uh, boy oh oh boy oh god so he dumped his albums in there no oh, oh! <laughs> and, <laughs> take that dave matthews and there goes our dmb demographic <laughs> 
There goes a few. All listeners. right, so now I have to say there goes at least one listener that I know. <laughs> I, I liked I liked Dave Matthews again to a point. You know, I still think that 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 album with him and Tim Reynolds is is a is a great album. You know, and there's and Under the Table and Dreaming, great album. You know, there's several first few, but come on, at some point. But so um, you know, I don't want to kind of go off on this tangent, but mm-hmm. what like. There seems to be a certain point with pretty much all these big bands, and maybe even even to a degree some little bands too, where we feel that they become insufferable. Uh, not also not necessarily insufferable. To me, insufferable is is because you know they like their personalities become off putting enough that I don't really want to listen to the music anymore. There okay. are bands that I've also just become indifferent to. So after mm-hmm. a while, they just, it's kind of like, uh, let's say uh, a, a band we brought up, uh, you know, with uh, our guest Chris Ayers uh, was the Decemberists. That yeah. was a band that after a while I just, I didn't care anymore. You just became indifferent because. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what makes, I guess I'm curious, what makes. A band like the Decemberists, something that, someone that you forget, mm. and what makes someone like your Coldplay or you too, where they become insufferable, is it because the Decemberists continue to do more of the same, and then something happens with the Coldplay personality or musician? Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, I, I I get to a point where I find like that the artist is not putting out anything of consequence anymore, anything mm-hmm. that I think is different enough to make it worth listening to. Uh, and then in the case of your, like your U2 or your Coldplay or your, um, I, I don't know, Dave Matthews, sure, things like that, It's it becomes the music, almost it almost feels like the music takes a backseat to their public persona. Okay. I... It's fair. And was, I almost got into a true argument with Naftal mm. about Beck, um, who I think mixes it up enough. Mike thought my he was making a joke about Beck came out with another with an out with an album today. Oh yeah. Which I listened to and it's produced with Pharrell. Um What do you think of it? Uh it's not like his strongest work. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely an improvement over his last one. Which I didn't listen to that one either. So, yeah. But I will usually give Beck a chance. I do think he mixes it up enough. And I think mm-hmm. that, for instance, Morning Phase was a fantastic album. Yeah. He, um, uh, Naftal, uh, does, is not one for folksy Beck. Okay. So he is not on, he is not in Camp Sea Change. Oh, really? Yeah. Sea Change was a deeply important album for me. Sea Lost changes. Cause is still a song that will fucking just, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, you're talking earlier about how you're in a blonde the tracks mood. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Sea Change is in there. Sea Change is like, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's your, that's your, like, if the Beastie Boys made, like, like a breakup yeah. album, <laughs> it's Sea Change. Sea Change, yeah, that's, um, that album that I will that's the, especially like I said Lost Cause uh, you know there are a number of songs on that album uh, it's all in your mind you know mm-hmm. it's it's uh, yeah yeah I my argument was anything between Olay and the information mm-hmm. like that uh, that body of work 
for Beck, it's different and it's, um, all of it's different. All of it's amazing. And uh, as I read today, um, there's an article in the ringer written mm-hmm. by Nate Rogers, who I'm Twitter buddies with mm-hmm. who, cause he writes for drunkard, mm-hmm. not aquarium drunkard. Mm-hmm. Um, he says like, he talked about how LA is like, LA has been like this thing for Beck and Guero is like probably his most personal album. I would recommend checking it out. It's really good. I, I, I've listened to Guero a number of times, but I don't think I don't consider it his most personal album. If you read the article, there's an argument for that. I okay. mean, sea change is like, I mean, just cause if you want like a, how sea change is his blood on the track. Yes. Yeah. I guess in, in many ways, Guero is in how he was like, comes from his childhood yeah, okay. of growing up in LA. Yeah. So he would listen to mariachi bands yeah. um, with his hippie or his parents. Um, I, I, I yeah. like Guero. I think Guero's a strong album. Oh, Guero's so... I listened to it today after I read that piece. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, this still holds up. Like, I recently, I, I got Sea Change on vinyl, so I was I was listening to that not that long ago. Oh. Um, and I, I, you know, like I said, how I are think you, Morning I, Phase is great. How are you not curled up in the field position after that is over? You know... I've always been somebody who's considered sad music as cathartic for me. Yeah. Um, it's something that sometimes I need uh, because that's that's the way I'm feeling. But it usually, I don't know. It helps me work through things. Yeah. So in the um, high fidelity, mm-hmm. um, are you? You're not sad. Are you? You're. You're. Um, how you, I forget the question. You're not set because of the music. Oh, uh, it's which came first, the misery, misery or the music? music. Uh, the mute, the misery, the misery came comes first. first. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, the music helps the misery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I miserable because I listen to pop music or oh. yeah. Um, but, uh, speaking of, um, you know, sad relationships and everything we're talking about uh, Eleanor and Chidi here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get back to that. You see what I did oh, there? You. Good transition. Listen, we just went to Mindy St. Clair's, and when she wasn't trying to trick us into having a threesome, <laughs> she filled us in on everything that you've been up to here. Oh, yeah? We know this is the <laughs> time you've tried to torture us, but this time it's different because we're in love, and love is stronger than anything you can throw at us. No, it's not. <laughs> love is stronger than anything I can throw at you. I could throw an elephant at you. You think a thrown elephant wouldn't crush you because of love? She was speaking metaphorically. <laughs> Even metaphorically, it's lame. It's okay. No matter what he does, we will find each other. And we will help each other. Because we're soulmates. soulmates, <laughs> <laughs> you dingus. I made it up. I put clowns in your house because you hate them. I forced you to choose the lizard, and then I made that lizard run away. <laughs> I made it all up. Don't you understand that? <laughs> That's why I didn't want to give you your memories back. I didn't want you to see how cruel I used to be. 
Plus, I wore a lot of French cuff shirts back then. I thought it made me look classy. It's, it's, it's all embarrassing. I'm different now. I'm actually down with French cuffs. I swear on a Bible. I, as you know, I'm not fashion conscious right whatsoever. It's the only book yeah. they have in the sex ed section. I'm not mad at you. Can't be mad at a demon for being evil. Wait, what book was in the sex ed section? Oh, there is one book in the sex ed section. Yeah, but what was it? I could. It was... I need to know what it was. I can grab one right now. It, it's the only book they have in... Oh, the Bible. The Bible is the only. Plus, I wore a lot of French. The Bible is the only book they have in the sex ed section. It's 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 all embarrassing. I'm different now. I promise. I'll swear on a Bible like you humans do. I could grab one right now. It's the only book they have in the sex ed section. I'm not. I missed that joke. I caught it last night. I was like, I know it was important for some reason. Because I thought for a second, I could love someone. But really, it was just you manipulating me into thinking I loved someone. So I guess I was right. I'm incapable of love. Nah, that's no biggie. Do you want to get burgers? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) hang on. So how did you draw that conclusion? You just watched yourself fall in love with Chidi. No, I didn't. I watched a puppeteer pull a bunch of strings to make us think we were in love. You said it yourself. You made it all up. Okay, yes. I put you and Sheedy in close proximity because I needed you to drive each other crazy. But I never intended for you to fall in love. Once you made us bond, the romance was inevitable. It's a basic reality show playbook. Well, except they didn't fall in love every time. In no. stressful situations, so they act like idiots and have sex with each other. <laughs> this is all just... It's The Bachelor. Determinism. <laughs> what? Determinism is the okay. thing. Okay, <laughs> yes. No all right, so I've our- written this down. It's the, uh, okay, A Complete Idiot's Guide to the Cliff Notes of Philosophy for, wait, okay, oh man, I wrote this down. Oh, A Complete Idiot's Guide to the Cliff Notes of Philosophy for Ding Dongs for Morons. Yes. Abridged Edition. And they have, if this doesn't work, give up. Our own actions. Everything we do happens because of some external force which exists outside of our control. I didn't choose to which, fall in love with Chidi. That's the Sam Harris argument. He falls on the side of determinism. He says there's no free will. I fucking hate Sam Harris. He's an, another insufferable person. Who's Sam Harris? Sam Harris is a philosopher. Uh, he had he had some uh, brief like pop culture popularity due to uh, a couple of uh, books he wrote and I think he has a podcast or something. Oh, does he? Is he the guy who hosts the celebrity podcast? I don't know. It kind of went viral because he interviewed Robert Downey Jr. right as Endgame came out. Oh, I I, I don't know because okay. I don't I I don't follow anything he does because I think that he's insufferable. He's, he's insufferable and has his head completely ensconced up his own ass. Oh. Um, and I'm intrigued. He, he, he argues that there is no such thing as free will. And I actually bought and read the book that he wrote called Free Will and his entire argument against it. And it's just bullshit. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, and, you know, of course, I'm, I'm a philosophy major. I, I'm not. But, um, but I am the son of a philosophy major. Does that help? Like, it it's, doesn't it, make sense because then, like, having free will, like... To your point, mm-hmm. like just from what little background I know and the one f- couple of philosophy classes I've took and this podcast, like <laughs> not having free will, like having someone thinking like I've 
like been predetermined like is bullshit like no one's that's to me it's an argument that it's it's one of those loop arguments that i just can't stand that the that you can always say well you were always bound to make that decision that you made and i i just the thing is that i am probably the irrational person because i think that regardless of what anybody's argument is or how much proof they put before me i refuse to believe that i don't have uh, control over my own choices. No, uh, you're correct. Like Sam Harris is full. Of, I don't know. I've read this book. Mm-hmm. I know it's bullshit. If we didn't have free will, then like it would be like someone pulling the strings. Like as the Bible says, like, like it was either we chose Jesus or Satan, and we all chose Jesus according to the Bible. <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't want to have our choices made for us. Like, it's just the thing that I think the thing that kind of maybe to his to Harris's point is I don't think anything good that happens to me is the the result of someone praying for me. No, or that I've earned like I've been blessed by a all power being. I, no, I no, 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 no. the good things that happen to me are because of hard work and hard work and the choices that you make one yes. after the other. Every everything that you do, I think, or everything that happens is the result of a series of choices. Mm-hmm. None of the outcome is predetermined. Right. It could have gone in any direction, but because of this specific series of choices you made, this is where you wound up. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yep. All right. Because and this is essentially their argument for the rest of the episode. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I didn't make you kiss Chidi by that lake. I mean, because if Sam Harris is correct, the thing, then we would all be on episodes of The Bachelor. Yes. And our decision would be made for us by producers and cameras. Yes. Led to us falling in love. None of that was my choice. Everything in my life has been determined by my upbringing, my genetics, or my environment. All bullshit. Everything in my afterlife yep. was determined by you. There is no such thing as free will. <clears throat> We're closing up soon, guys. Yeah, can we just have 15 minutes? We're kind of in the middle of something. <laughs> I'd take off if I were you. Second we close, I use this place to shoot pornos. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Scottsdale. <laughs> yes. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. But whatever. Okay. The name of this place, by the way, is, is the uh, okay. Uh, the Sandy Spoon. Yep. Yep. The result of millions of biological, genetic, and societal factors that are entirely outside my control. <laughs> Iced tea. Oh, that's I'll have one too. Okay. You think you have no free yeah, the Arizona breakfast? I yeah. Well, it's it's uh, the a- right. the AZ junk All breakfast. <laughs> Prove that you made one choice that I couldn't anticipate. Easy. Okay, here's a perfect example. In the very first attempt. Okay, I love that touch, by the way. The touch of the person who talks really loud because he has things in his ears, so he can't tell the level of his own voice. Yes. Dude, dude. dude. What? Yelling. You're you're yelling, like, so loudly. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Watch this. It's from the very first attempt. (laughs) If anyone has any information... Oh boy. About any of this. Okay, easy. I beg you, tell me. Hey, I love you, man. Michael, the problem in the neighborhood is me. You saw your friend in pain? 
and you decided to sacrifice yourself to help him. That wasn't me pulling a string or manipulating you. In fact, it was the last thing I wanted. Ruined my whole plan. Free will. No, <laughs> the only reason I cared enough about Chidi to do that was because you forced us together. Made me feel bad for causing him pain. Okay, yeah, yeah. but no, you were constantly <laughs> yeah, but doing no. stuff I couldn't anticipate. As a matter of fact, I complained to you once, right, right to your face. I think it was Reboot 444. <laughs> now, is Chidi trapped in the purple space bubble? <laughs> yes. Is he in pain? Almost certainly. Will he ever get out? No. <laughs> However, uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's worth watching. It's great, but uh, not, not the one I was thinking. It's probably purple space uh, bubble. I want to know what happens with the purple space bubble. Everything is okay. You in here. Where am I? Hell. You're in hell. Can I ask you something? <laughs> Have I anything in that freaky little noodle of yours? See, I, I've studied everything about your life. I know your hopes, your fears, your psychology, your tendencies. I know all your private okay, pauses like that. All right. Uh, okay, bad memories, summer camp GI issues, lifetime ban from post office, mom's date with Anthony. <laughs> okay, yes. Anthony, you just literally look like Mr. Peanut Tattoo. Dad forgot birthday, changed birth certificate, so he wasn't wrong. Wow. Love very naked ladies. Uh, <laughs> Dad's fist fight with the entire Arizona State University financial aid office. Um, Mom wants me to chalk up milk with wine instead of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Enemies, Neil deGrasse Tyson, note one-sided from his side. <laughs> Princess Jasmine. Note one-sided fictional. <laughs> Barefoot Contessa. Note, note one-sided. One yeah. All right. um, Various Fred Hidden plays. It's fantastic. Uh, Sexual attraction to Sam the Eagle. <laughs> you don't wash your feet in the shower. Your first concert was Bare Naked Ladies. And you have frequent sex dreams about Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. Well, he's very authoritative, and I find that reassuring. <laughs> making crazy choices. I don't understand. Am I missing something? I'm sorry, can we rewind for a second? Who are you? Who is that guy? <laughs> Am I dead? Is Sam the Eagle here? <laughs> no. I tried to scrap your whole afterlife, and I devised a 15 million point plan to torture you. And of course, you made choices. He I brings up bare naked ladies like that's a bad thing. I called that. Free yeah, yeah, just I leave know. that where that, that is. What if all your well, choices speaking are of predetermined? Band, no, speaking of bands what? that would that know. speaking of musicians that have become insufferable. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be they were really good for about ten years or so and then nineteen ninety eight happened. Uh huh. And they became like one week happened and then they became like insufferable. Gotcha. They were they were so good when they were just Canadian, they might be giant wannabes. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what they were. Yeah, yeah. and now, and then they became something else and became insufferable. And then you found out that their lead, one of their lead singers was a cokehead. Ah. Yeah, you which know, is why they're, you know, and now they do theme songs to bad chick Lori sitcoms. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, I did go ahead and start watching, watching, watching the second season of the Kaminsky Method. Yeah, how'd that go? Um. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, it's not a good show. Yeah, it's just it's not it's 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 uh, cliche. It's it's you know it's uh, it's 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 kind of sitcom by numbers. Mm-hmm. But I just I I love watching Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. And you know uh, Jane Seymour is in this season. Oh, really? Yeah. No, um, I kind of want to watch it. And then there's an episode with Paul Reiser. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah. And <laughs> and now Amy Young is like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's listening right now and just like, why, Jared? So yeah, I mean, it's 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 I it's it's a nothing of a show. I, I it's it's never going to be anything I revisit. It's not, uh, but. There are parts of it that I enjoy, yeah, uh, and that I can appreciate because of the people who are, you know, basically just because of the people who are in it. Um, they they are making the best of of by rote comedy, you know. It's sort of like so. I watch The Conyers, mm-hmm. and I don't watch it other than it's comfortable. Um, well, it's Laurie yeah. Metcalf and it's John Goodman, you yeah. know, uh, and, 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 uh, Sarah Gilbert is good, you yep. know, and yeah. I don't have to feel guilty about it anymore because, right, because no more Roseanne. Right. Yeah. And I don't, it's, um, and they, they try to be more, at least, especially with the last couple of seasons, like the, well, it's only been two seasons, but last few episodes have been trying to be something bigger because they talk about healthcare and sure. You know, and also, and well, but I mean, but that, like at the, the end of the day, I'm never gonna watch these again. The Goldbergs is the same thing for me. Oh it's yeah, like, it's it's not it's not really a comedy of consequence. Sorry, Matt Myra. Um, <laughs> it's it's you Matt, know, if you're listening, I love you, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and first of all, Matt Myra, if you're listening, that's awesome. You should uh, hit us up or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really happy that you listen to us for inspiration. Right. Oh yeah. For, clearly, for, for James Bonding. <laughs> <laughs> if either Matts uh, of the Matts are listening, that's that would be fantastic. Yeah, I, um, it's funny because so Mark Evan Jackson mm-hmm. was um, doing Twitter question Q and A's because it was the fall finale last night. Oh, okay, yeah, I always, and the course plugged this. Wait, so, so the last episode was last night? It wasn't the last episode. It's the. Last oh, episode. the break episode. The episode. They've been ramping up. So I saw that I, I caught up on the last couple of episodes and it is fucking ramping up. Oh, yeah. It's. I can't wait to talk about once. Yeah. It's. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Uh, um, and, I, and we can't say anything about it. Yeah. Because we're just. I haven't watched last night yet. I but, no, I well, it didn't become it didn't become available on Hulu until three in the morning. So I wasn't right. going to stay up and wait for it. But um. Oh, so he was asking questions and audience, of course, he was plugging this other podcast he does that is in direct competition with what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost, I almost said it was... That's a one-sided competition, by the way, also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ours. Yes, yes, yes. So my, I was going to ask him, so do you listen to the official What the Fork podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I... I I, I resisted. Okay. Because well, it was well, because it was the tweets that we're seeing were hours back in time. Oh, was, gotcha. Because he was done. Because he was done. He, it was Eastern time. And, ah, yeah. So, but one of these days I'm going to get the balls and 
Are you aware of there's another podcast? About The Good Place. Yeah. I think that there are, are multiple podcasts about The Good Place, actually. I know of one other one that I don't listen to. I haven't listened to any of them, and I know they're not as good. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just because, like, Mark Evan Jackson's has got the funding of a television network behind them. And, right, and has the actual actors appearing on, as guests and so forth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean perfectly fine you know it's it's really it's an unfair tactic you know it's 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 not meant to allow other podcasts on the same subject to succeed yeah it's big network getting mm-hmm. into like when we came up with it first yeah, so, yeah. technically we could be like it's a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> yes let's not let them know that we use the actual intro music of the real show as the intro music of our show well maybe if it were longer than 30 seconds this is true. It's actually only about seven seconds, I believe. Yep. So yeah. I think you're in fair use here. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that the composer probably doesn't even get royalties for it. I bet it's not long enough for that. It could almost be like public domain, you know, probably, like, uh, yeah, it is royalty free. It probably is just something like, like, we don't even know who like came up with the theme. It's probably just something that some jamoke made like i said it's it's it sounds like somebody doing john bryan yeah mm-hmm. so it's well it's probably how they save money yeah it's just well do we need a theme song yeah <laughs> they're like no just use seven seconds of something that sounds like it's from my heart huckabees yeah yeah so. all right five minutes away let's wrap well, it up maybe there's a mega demon who built a torture chamber for <laughs> this demons. reminds me of every time we go a five and diner oh yeah <laughs> yeah all yep. the mega demons are just fulfilling a destiny laid out by a bunch of super intelligent tarantulas. <laughs> and this is you spilling iced tea over tire blinds. Why did you do that? Because I have free will. <laughs> and because you're being so annoying. Oh, thank you. So sorry that he did that. It happens all the time. Usually it's the younger woman doing it to the older guy, though. <laughs> Dude, not cool. Disagree. I think it's the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Do you really not see what's happening here? Do you want me to spell it he's, out for he's you? He's so good. This is a you know, he's playing this just Ellen. absolutely. You saw yourself fall in love with you. You know who his co-star in his new show is, right? So they named it this week. So you oh, I did see that. Holly Hunter. Yeah, 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 I did see that. Oh my gosh, it's already the best you know series me, of 2020. I'm excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited Remember, about it. Including that nothing scares you more than vulnerability. <laughs> Whatever, who even cares? I do. Because if everything well, is you know, determined, that's we where have me and no Eleanor. free will, and all the stuff we're doing to put more good into the world is pointless. I realized I, I said that's for me and Eleanor, and then I made the we're tight so motion yeah. that nobody can hear I'm on the podcast. Well, you know, when I was on Lemon Chain Engagement, I listened back. Mm-hmm. It was like, anytime like, you want me to be vulnerable, I just deflect it with quick quips and pop culture bromides. That's true. That's that's why we that's why we podcast well together. No. You might want to head out too. We're closing soon, and the second we do, they use this place to shoot porn. <laughs> it's, uh, I was uh, giving some uh, some life advice, First cl- not even life advice, but I was giving some advice to a, one of the guests on recent guests on your show, mm-hmm. um, who was nervous to be on. I'm like, oh, just relax and 
just don't do what I did and just deflect. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, that's she's true. She's genuinely interested in what you have to say. I am. And so. you've since been much more honest on this podcast than you, you and vulnerable than you were on that episode. Yeah, it's a little scary. So, but... Eh, you yeah. get used to it. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll be doing your own podcast you host and the first 10 minutes of each show will be you just, you know, vomiting your feelings all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> It's funny because I think I'm one listening. I'm kind of catching up on some WTF episodes. Mm -hmm. I listened to the one with his um, Glow co-star. Oh, yeah. Um, That was pretty good. Yeah. I I haven't finished it yet. But uh, Well, which one? He's done a couple recently. This one. The one who's the musician. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. um, The British one who I... um, I'm mildly attracted to. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, don't blame you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, I forget her name, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but like him going on his, I think it was his episode particular episode. He talked about Instagram and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um his new special lady friend. And yeah, that like, he's not going to name because um because he's trying to keep more to himself. Yeah, like like I think. I don't know where I was going with this, but it's just interesting. Like I, you know, I try to be protective and I just uh, myself and people like on the show, but I think everyone knows like I have kids and I'm trying to put too much of myself on Facebook at all. And pretty much Twitter is just me retweeting. I don't, (laughs) so I don't put much of myself on Facebook at all. I, I, I've, I've made no bones about the fact, especially recently on limited engagement that (laughs) I fucking hate Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram, I don't put, you know, I, I, I like, uh, actually probably most of, of all because it's just like a quick, you know, it's, it's an experiential kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's, there's not much Twitter has been, uh, 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 problematic for me lately because it's what i will suddenly start um basically you know it's it's become a second limited engagement for me when i'm drunk so <laughs> i i just will will vomit feelings in real time um twitter is i'm not at that point yet but i don't post pictures of my kids and mm-hmm. don't really mention family life it is like a dumping place for my silly dumb ideas mm. like yesterday I dreamed I, I had a idea that I was creating the a meta jukebox musical about the band Sparks. I like that idea. It, I read that idea. I thought it was fun. Yes, about a band. It's about a traveling troupe mm-hmm. um, of people acting in a meta Sparks and a musical jukebox musical about Sparks mm-hmm. um, called Amateur Hour. Yeah, and they go to the hinterlands <laughs> <laughs> and. Hijinks ensue, and yeah, um, and of course, I mean, Sparks music is kind of perfect for this, mm-hmm. uh, but it would probably be anything pre 1982 Sparks, sure, because after that, they it just sometimes it's a it's a Sparks album, but if the Pet Shop Boys did Sparks, oh, gotcha, <laughs> and I, you know, I was pretty proud of my, my recent ideas that uh, were in response to the uh, like baby you know like the the i just made a fincher light film you know with the, with the joker which i haven't seen yet i thought that you know uh for the parents who want their kids to grow up to be uh to make quote dark uh, intelligent thrillers uh baby's first fincher 
Um, yeah, that was... <laughs> I thought that was good. And then I liked the the mystery, you know, the subscription box that uh, that's the what's in the box box. What's in the box? What's, what's in the box? What's in the box? Um, and 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 each month, you know, it's a mystery for everything else. But but each month you get a replica of Gwyneth Paltrow's head. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's definitely not that's definitely why I want my goop box um, that being said um, as far as Fincher movies go mm-hmm. um, the game still slaps the game is great I love the game even the ending I, the ending I've gone I, I used to hate the ending when you find out like it's all just big, some big elaborate scheme mm-hmm. spoilers yeah, well the, the movie's been out since uh, yeah we're past our statute of limitations I, I would I should say so yeah um but that's uh, when I got the uh, the Criterion of as soon as it came out. Yeah, and again back to Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you know he's he's made some questionable films throughout the years, but when he makes a great film, it's a great fucking film. I was listening to how this get made, mm-hmm. and they were um, talking about disclosure. Oy. Yeah, and so much demi nudity. Well, no, that's the thing. There's no nudity in that. There's at least. I don't think at some point. I think there's a lot of cleavage, man. But I'm pretty sure eh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But I, I haven't watched it in a while, and it just made me realize, like, it's so of the things that we've willed mm-hmm. into the world, like we've, um, we we're talking about Runaway, uh-huh. which is a Michael Crichton joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I was telling, having another conversation with the news editor for new times mm-hmm. just how Crichton is ultra conservative because uh-huh. um, he's and because he wrote a climate change book that's anti-climate change mm. or he tries to prove that um we are not going to climate change it's just the natural evolution of anything well there's an argument for that but we're certainly speeding along right yeah. but that's Neither here nor there, but mm-hmm. it's like it's a definitely a conservative argument. Yeah. Um like disclosure, like if that were made today, it would mm-hmm. definitely be like a Fox News original movie. Right. right, right. <laughs> um but there was but the thing they do mention too at the time is like there was a time when like in the nineties where like people made adult movies and that was like the thing. Yeah. Like, well, so I mean, and a lot of them had Michael Douglas. So you've got your disclosure, you've got your basic instinct, yep. you've got your uh, 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 fatal attraction. Yep, you that's, know, those are the three movies they mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was it was the three movies they mentioned, or like mm-hmm. back when Michael Douglas was the king of the adult movie. Yeah, or those three movies. Mm-hmm. And you could probably throw Wall Street in there too. Wall Street, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and whichever ones he wasn't in, William Hurt was in. That's true. Um, yeah, and then uh, Body Heat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Altered States. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big Chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. William Hurt was like, I hear you hear stories about like how amazing he is. <laughs> William Hurt is, is the fucking shit as far as an actor goes. He's, he's, he's yeah. 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 Absolutely. Brilliant fucking actor. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's all I had to say about that. Okay. So. I don't even remember why we got off on that. Oh, I think we're just, Oh, because I think I'm, we were talking about things that, um, like Twitter. I think it got off on some sort of conversation about, um, like things that we watch that are just kind of like 
nothing shows, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We, it was quite the. I don't know. We didn't rain that in very well. No, or work out. Sandwich hour. That's leading to my musical. <laughs> yes. Fun to remember that we're legally married. Total Tommy Boy reference. It's a total Tommy Boy reference. Yes, yeah, it is. I'm sorry. This is one of my favorite scenes in the whole show, actually. What it all meant, and I went back to one of my favorite moves. Turn on the old blame hose. This is all your fault. Apology accepted. It's but fine because I immediately thought of you. Oh, did with you? The hose. Kidding me? With the hose. <laughs> you did exactly what you should do when your friend is being annoying. You snapped me out of it. It also made me realize, in a weird way, we're the only truly free beings in the universe because we actually know what's up with the afterlife. And I think that means we need to be bold. Take the Soul Squad to the next level somehow. You're right. We need to find someone who can serve as a as a blueprint for humanity, someone whose life is so great that we can use it as a model to get as many points for as many people as possible, and I think I know the perfect person. Rihanna, good call. I don't know her personally, but I did see her in Vegas once, and her calf brushed up against my tongue. I licked her leg. I was kicked out. It's not Rihanna. It's someone way cool. Hey, everybody out of the car. Grab your bags. We're going to rural Canada. We're thinking the money for this. Yeah, I, I, I. Is it ready? I guess. Maybe no another lottery ticket. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's perfect. Give it a try, Sean. Me? I'm not going through that thing. <laughs> she is. Ask Michael how many times he rebooted them. He's lying. Yeah, zip it, Tits. We're <laughs> way past that. Where am I? How long was I in there? You have missed a lot. <laughs> now go through that makeshift portal. See if you explode. Am I on Earth? Did you figure out a way to build an illegal door to Earth? Yes. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> well, we all helped. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> yes. Shut up, Glenn. All right. That's that's the end of that episode. We did it. Yeah, we made it to the end. We did. Congrats. We all know what's coming next. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about the next episode too. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's ramping up again. I like I said, you know, the, the previous episode was filler, but it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. This episode is filler, but it was good filler also. I thought it was. A, it's a great. You know, it's it's the Michael and Eleanor episodes are usually the best of or amongst the best of any of the seasons i feel like we use filler episode like a lot well because you get to a point even though there's only you know what Mm -hmm. like 13 14 episodes a season for them it's they still have those like two to three that are in the middle that Mm -hmm. that you know even though there are some key plot points that are discussed during it. It's still mm. like, okay, this is the middle of the season. You know, we just got over the aftermath of the previous season and now mm. we're prepping and going to ramp up for the second half of this season. And, yeah. you know, like if there was ever equivalent of the clip episode, mm-hmm. this episode would definitely be it. Cause they actually use a clip. 
They use one clip yep. from from the first season. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty good. Yep. They they otherwise avoided doing a clip show. Mm-hmm. So well, you can't but it was clip it. show style. Yeah. For sure. All and right. that's how you have a sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um all right. So that's that's it for this episode, Fork Buddies. Yeah, happy turkey day. Chili babies. Yep. Happy yeah. turkey or turkey or tofurkey day, depending on how your dietary your dietary restrictions. Yeah, I mean, or whatever, you know, hopefully this will be, you know, this is where we, we, uh, we'll do the Marin moment of, of, all right, you know, just, just, it's going to be okay. Yep. You know, there's, there's going to be some tension around, you get, you get away if you need to go off to the closet, whatever, you know, don't yell at your family. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be okay. Yep. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Just, just blow off some steam, go out for a walk. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be great. Go, go with me to see knives out, whatever. You yeah. Know. I'll go with you. Yeah. Um, I did see a Ford V Ferrari. I saw it. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it, but I saw that you saw it. Yeah. Um, was it as, as good as they say it is? It's, it's, it's well acted and okay. well constructed. Um, I will not elaborate on how I feel about the ending. Okay. Um, because that will spoil it for you. Yeah, don't spoil it for yeah, me. But I, I would, don't really have much interest in seeing it, but I'll, I'll watch it at some point. I mean, it's it's definitely, again, like going back to Michael Douglas, like they don't make movies, adult movies like that. Um, yeah, okay. And it's refreshing. Um, of course, it would be nice if, you know, and it's the 60s, so it's going to be about white guys with money. Yeah, of course. Um, but, I mean, that's... Like it's definitely saying that when if if cable ever exists next year, mm-hmm. um, it'll be definitely be something that I would not turn off. Gotcha. No, and they don't make movies like that anymore. Well, that was that was what I was thinking about Motherless Brooklyn, but I've heard lukewarm reception on Motherless Brooklyn, so I'm I've decided I'm just gonna hold off and see it when it's on streaming. Yeah, I, despite that Ed Norton says streaming is killing uh, film. Well. <laughs> Between Ed Norton's interview on WTF, which was intense, it was a, that was a great interview though. It was that was that was fantastic. But man, like oh yeah, did, no he he did not. Um, that went off the rails though. At one point when they started talking about Vietnam, yeah, it did. Like that just went in like like he was cutting off Marin. Usually yeah. that, that it's the other no way Norton owned that interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and between that, hearing that interview and listening to William Defoe on Fresh Air. Oh, I haven't heard that. Is um, it good? It's okay. It's good. Um, it was not with Terry Gross, though. It was with oh, the other guy? Dave Davies. Uh, yeah. And it's Which me. every time I hear him say Dave Davies, I'm like, no, you're not. That's the that's the lead guitarist in the Kinks. You're not <laughs> Dave Davies. <laughs> <laughs> or... Um, there's, if you watch the Goldbergs, mm-hmm. there's um, a Bill Callahan. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm like hmm. when did, when did Bill Callahan? I noticed out? he was on, he was in the crew for Scrubs because I looked it up at that point. Yeah. Like, um, anyway, but, um, he, <laughs> they were talking about his role in Motherless Brooklyn mm-hmm. and I just was like, I hit, 
I have no interest in seeing this movie. See, I, I do for a couple money. of reasons. Well, not paying money to see it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did initially. I did have, uh, because for a few reasons. One, I knew it was at least inspired by the Jonathan Lethem novel, which is a great novel. Um, and uh, also because I really do like Ed Norton. I thought I think that mm-hmm. he's a great actor. I think he's made some fine films. Um, I think he's actually. Uh, I, I did you ever see what was it? Uh, Keeping the Faith was that the one? That oh yeah, did? I like that movie. That a movie lot. is great. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I what no happened problem. to Jenna Elfman? Oh, she's does Hallmark movies now. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I think she's an anti-vaxxer too. Oh, that's also unfortunate. Yeah, nah, Dharma. Yeah. Well, you know about Greg. No. So Greg was on Criminal Minds. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, um, I think he be, um, he's into weird sex shit. And like his character, or he is. He is. Like, oh, like he got kicked off the show because he got caught doing some weird sex shit with either like a prostitute or something. Oh boy. Yeah, it's how Dharma and Greg have fallen. Like it's <laughs> like. I mean, it wasn't in the realm of illegality or anything, I don't think, but it somehow got leaked out. And, huh, wow. Yeah, so that's what happens Crazy. with your favorite 90s stars. Yeah, you can't be uh, what, Bob Evans anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Robert Evans. Yeah. Yeah, the kid's out I, of the picture. Uh, who am I thinking of? No, not him. Uh, the guy in uh, uh, the guy who played Hogan. Um, oh, um, Bob. The, uh, Bob something. It was, I mean, it was, it took place here, right? Um, oh, man. And, and his or buddy he was lived out here or something. His Bob buddy, Crane. Uh, Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll focus. Because they were talking about that when that's, he interviewed yeah. William Defoe. Well, he talked about it with William Defoe, but he also talked about, um, Marin talked about with. Oh, with Greg Kinnear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, God, that movie. <laughs> All right, uh, Fork Buddies, Chili Babies. Can, can, we not go, can we not go out on this? On, on, what do you want to go out on instead? I don't know. Do we want to go back to telling them that it's going to be okay with their families? Yeah, let's go back and tell them it's going to be okay. Enjoy your holiday. Yeah. Um, take it sleazy. Take it sleazy. If you're not doing anything Thanksgiving, come over to my house. Write so. into what the fork pot at gmail.com. Jason will give you his address. No, you won't. <laughs> or well, were you talking to me? No. Well, can, anyone who's listening, like, just. We're all going to Jason's house. We're all going to my house. Nobody's coming over to my apartment. Well, if anybody wants to go with me for Chinese food, they can do that. Um, <laughs> um, if anybody but, um, wants to sit around and listen to Blood on the Tracks and Sea Change. <laughs> also, uh, 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 Josephine by uh, Magnolia Electric Company. Oh, my gosh, dude. Or anything by Damien Gerardo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or Damien Reiser. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's... Oh, see, we're gonna go sad again. Yeah, we're gonna end on a. So anyways, a we're gonna end on a note. Come over, come <laughs> over to my house. We'll have plenty of turkey, and you may get asked to babysit so I can go see Knives Out with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> you should go see Knives Out with your wife. Well, maybe all three of us will go while we, since we'll have like free babysitting. From- there you go, because people are gonna come over and watch your kids. Yeah. So it's complete strangers, which I'm sure your wife, your wife will sign off on. I'm pretty sure no one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later, guys. I think it's easy for place. This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.